You're listening to Rhema for Today. So we as believers ought to be out to help one another if necessary. Amen. Isn't that right? Then just add your faith to the other fellow's faith. Bless God. And, and that's another method of, of obtaining results and obtaining healing from the Word of God. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on seven things you should know about divine healing. Next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now then, right here, I'm going back to my scriptures I read about faith to you. I wanted you to see something. Here Jesus speaks of one person of having great faith. He speaks of another person who was one of his closest followers uh, of having a little faith. Uh, the Word of God speaks about weak faith. We read it. The Word of God speaks about strong faith. The Word of God speaks about no faith. And yet these were, the, these were Christ's disciples when he said, how is it you have no faith? That just simply means that on that occasion they didn't have faith. And, and then we read about faith growing. So your faith can grow. Therefore, faith is measurable. It can be little or great. It can be weak or strong. Amen. The Word of God said also, we didn't read it, but the Word of God said also about Stephen in the sixth chapter of Acts that he was full of faith. Well, now all of those believers had faith because it's all saved, so they had saving faith, but they might not be full of it. Now, I want you to see something here that faith has something to do with healing. I want you to see that in some form or fashion. Now, first of all, this centurion came to Jesus on the behalf of his servant who had the palsy and was grievously tormented. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The man immediately said, Master, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Just speak the word only and my servant will be healed. I'm a man under authority. I say to this man, Go, you know, because he had soldiers under him. He, he goes, say to this and come. Say to this servant, do this. He does it. And, and so uh, if you'll notice a little later, we didn't read that part. We just stopped there where he said to those around about him, I've not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Uh, Jesus said to the man, then go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. Now I want you to see something about great faith. Notice what the man said. Just speak the word only. You don't have to come. You don't have to lay hands on him. You don't have to be there in person. Nobody has to come. Nobody has to lay hands upon him. Just the word sufficient for me. Hallelujah. So then the first and foremost, but it takes great faith, takes more faith, you see. For people to be healed is just simply to know that himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, that by his stripes we were healed. Praise God. Are you following me? Now, that's great faith, you see. That's all we need is just His Word. Well, I believe that's the best method of all, and yet everybody doesn't have great faith, so everybody may not be able to get healed on that basis. But you see, here in these scriptures uh, is absolute fact that by His stripes we are healed. Absolute fact, by whose stripes ye were healed. These scriptures prove to us that healing is ours. So we don't have to have anybody lay hands upon us. We don't have to turn in a prayer request. We don't have to be anointed with oil. We simply know that by his stripes we're healed. And so we thank God the Father for our perfect deliverance. And it's not even necessary for us to pray. Praise God. 
are to ask the Father. Because we know that he said, by whose stripes ye were healed. That's a fact. And so, thank God, we're free. All we need to do is to recognize and accept that fact. We refuse then to allow disease in our body. We're healed. Every believer should thoroughly understand that his healing was consummated in Christ. It would mean the end of chronic troubles in the body of the believer if he knew that. Now that's God's best. We have to preach God's best. Uh, but now everybody's not there in faith. We understand that. But we have to preach it because if you didn't know about it, you never would get there. Praise God. Amen. Isn't that right? But now that takes great faith. It takes more faith to be healed that way than it does with some of these other methods. You'll notice what the centurion said? Speak the word only. I don't have to have you to come to my house. I don't have to have you to literally be present in my home. I don't have to have you to lay hands upon my servant. I don't have to have you to anoint with oil. I don't have to have anybody else to pray, the disciples or anybody. Just speak the word. In other words, your word's enough. Can you see that? Can you see that? Jesus said, I've not found so great faith. See, that's great faith. Hallelujah. Well, if you're not there right yet, don't bemoan the situation. Hook on to one of these other methods. But keep in mind, I'm going to get there. Glory to God. Amen. And keep growing and keep developing. Now then, again, I want you to notice this, that the Word of God teaches us that if you need help, you can get somebody to agree with you. You know, Matthew 18, 19, this is another method, said if two of you shall agree. Well, if you can't do it by yourself, get somebody to help you, praise God. If two of you, Matthew 18, 19 said, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they ask. Well, anything could include healing, couldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? I said, wouldn't it? Amen. So, see, it doesn't have to be a minister of the gospel. It doesn't have to be a prophet or an apostle or a pastor or a teacher. Just, just, just anyone that agree, a, a fellow member of the body of Christ, if two of you shall agree. You see, two are more powerful than one. The Bible tells us that one will put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand to flight. So if you have to, praise God, if you have to, see, you don't have to, necessarily, but if you're not to that place where you can just act on God's Word alone, well, get somebody to agree with you. Dr. Hicks tells one time here in one of the seminars when he was here that, uh, you know, he noticed for several days his wife was, you know, she's having a problem physically, you know, it's quite obvious. She hadn't said anything, hadn't asked him to pray. Finally, about the third day, he just said to her, honey, uh, you, you need any help? You want me to agree? Well, yeah, yeah. And so the moment they agreed, she just almost immediately, all right. She was exercising her faith to the limit, to the ability she had, but uh, he could see, you know, that she needed a little help. So we as believers ought to be out to help one another if necessary. Amen. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. Then just add your faith to the other fellow's faith. Bless God. And, and that's another method of, of obtaining results and obtaining healing from the Word of God. Hallelujah. Well, of course, closely connected to that is prayer. You know, God does hear and answer prayer. And you remember this there in James, and we'll, we'll hook two of them together here now. James 5, 14 and 15, and then we'll bring 16 in now. Said, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. 
Let them pray over him, anoint all in the name of the Lord, the prayer of faith shall save the sick or heal the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. If he have committed sin, it shall be forgiven him. Now, notice this, that this is really, and you have to realize that when these letters were written that the church was in a babyhood state of development. Now, we'll come back to that verse in Thessalonians. Paul said to them, your faith groweth, so faith can grow. If your faith hasn't grown to the place where you can just act on Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24 for yourself, if your faith hadn't grown to that place as yet, and the only way it would grow, and the reason it hasn't many times, folks haven't heard faith preached, you see, and divine healing preached as it should be. And so if your faith hasn't grown, get somebody to agree with you because you couldn't always maybe get a pastor. You see, actually, and we'll not go into that because it's another subject right now, but when he said elders here, if you'll study the New Testament closely, you'll find that the elder, the overseer, the bishop is all the pastoral office. If I had time, I could prove that to you by scripture from the New Testament. First of all, New Testament is written in Greek, and the same Greek words that are translated overseer is also translated bishop. Same, identically the same Greek word. And then you'll notice this, that Paul said to the elders, 20th chapter of, of Acts, to the elders of the church at Ephesus, feed the church of God over which the Holy Ghost has made you bishops or overseers. Well, who has the oversight of a flock? The shepherd does. The same Greek word translated shepherd is translated pastor. So without going any further, that's enough right there. I can give you some other scripture that proves to you that the elders... You see, it's very unscriptural to take businessmen and laymen and put them in the office of an elder. Absolutely true. They have no anointing to fill that office of overseer. There's an anointing goes with it. People are anointed and put into offices by the Holy Ghost, not by man. Well, uh, let him call for the elder church. But, but see, you might not always be able to, to get a hold of a, an overseer or a bishop or a pastor are one who has the oversight, you see, of the flock. So if two of you can agree, and you can, thank God. Or the other method, call for the elder of the church. Let them pray over him in the name of the Lord to prayer of faith to save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. Hallelujah. And if he committed sin, shall be forgiven. But you know, that's not all. Read the next verse. Read the next verse. Confess your faults one to another. One to another. This is talking about laymen now in the church. And pray ye one for another. I just talking about everybody, isn't it? That's just talking about people, not elders, not pastors, not preachers, not apostles, not prophets. Pray one for another that you may be healed. So it's scriptural to pray for one another. I said it's scriptural to pray for one another, isn't it? That you may be healed. For what purpose? That you may be healed. That would be another method. You see, now bear in mind that we've already given you the best and, and great faith. And if your faith is up to the place that it could be called great, then you can just take healing on your own. You don't need anybody's prayer, mine, anybody else's, or even one another praying for you. What did he say? Your word's sufficient. Just speak the word. My servant will be healed. Hallelujah. I've not found so great faith. See? But if your faith's not there, well, don't moan and groan about it. Bless God, drop back down here to one of these other levels. Get somebody to agree with you. Get the saints to pray one for another. Get the elders to anoint with you all. See, these are four or five different methods here. Jesus himself said, you know, in that day, talking about the day we're living in, in John 16, 23 and 24, in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he'll give it you. 
Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive. Glory to God that your joy may be full. So every believer ought to know that they have the right to ask God, their heavenly Father, for healing or any other blessing that he's promised. And if he asks in the name of Jesus, he's got an absolute guarantee of the answer. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth E. Hagan Legacy Bible, a beautiful soft leather-bound Bible with his 26 original lessons on faith and a memorable portrait. Also, four CDs from the Hagan family that include How to Grow in Love by Kenneth W. Hagan, The Lord Our Peace by Lynette Hagan, from Craig Hagan, Healing Belongs to You, and finally from Denise Hagan Burns, New Seasons, all for the special radio price of $140. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar and Worldwide Homecoming, February the 20th through the 25th, right here on the USA campus. So make plans right now to be with us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Seven Things You Should Know About Divine Healing. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.